Welcome to the home of the blessed people, and here is our host pastor, Pastor Dio Ademo. Manifestation. The subject of faith is so critical to us in this generation, especially in the last days. And I will be highlighting in this series one of the reasons why, or several reasons why, the subject of faith is so important to us. One of the major reasons why faith is important is that lack of faith or full of faith can either delay or deny or accelerate or delay one's dealings in God. When your faith is not in place, it causes havoc. Jesus told one of his disciples, he said, I've prayed for you that your faith should not fail you. Faith failure is more worse than heart failure. Praise God. Faith is simply confidence in what God says. Faith comes from the word of God. In this series, once again, apart from the faith, uh, we're going to be talking about how prayer and understanding has a role to play in our faith. And I'm going to quickly give you a typical example of how understanding affects your faith. In the book of Daniel, chapter 9, <clears throat> verses 1 to 4, I'll first be dealing with this subject from the old covenant so that we can have a thorough understanding when we step into the new. In Daniel, chapter 9, verses 1 to 4, we see an interesting story that Daniel was narrating. Jeremiah, Lamentations, Ezekiel, then you bump into Daniel, you press a break when you're in Daniel. It's in the Old Testament in case you're still looking for it. Anyway, in this generation, we don't know whether old or new. We just punch it into the phone and it brings it out. Tala, glory be to God. Daniel chapter 9, verses 1 to 4. Are you there? If you got it, say, I got it. Okay, in the first year of Darius, the king of Hasurius, of the seed of the Medes, which, makes, which was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans. In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by books the number of years whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, the prophet, and he would accomplish 70 years in desolation of Jerusalem. And I set my face unto the Lord to seek by prayer and supplications with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. And I prayed unto the Lord, my God, and made my confessions and said, O Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercy of them that love him and to them that keep his commandments. Praise the Lord. Now, we all know Daniel in the Old Testament is a profound prophet, and he was given his testimony here in Daniel chapter 9. He was a man in captivity. At this time in his life, he was about 85 years old. He went into captivity when he was about the age of 17. But Daniel, as a young man, witnessed the prophet Jeremiah prophesying all over Jerusalem at a time ringing the bell, 
announcing, proclaiming to the whole of Jerusalem that, look, you guys are going to go into captivity for 70 years because one or two things you have not gotten right in your lives. And this is a judgment of God. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. He has been in Babylon all his life, Daniel. He spent his life in Babylon and in Persia. And most of his life, this is where he spent his life. He was a captive, don't forget, he was a captive in, in this, in Persia then. He rose through the ranks, even when he was a captive, he wasn't, I'm sure you, we all know the story of Daniel. Uh, he rose, he, he served three governments, three kings, as a major counselor to three kings. He wasn't a mere man, he was, he was uh, uh, a, a great man of influence. Dive on that thing and shut it down. He understood by the books. Uh, he understood by the books at a time in his testimony here. He understood by the books where Jeremiah the prophet that the time for that captivity is over. He received a burden that according to scriptures, this is the time. This is the season. This is the moment. This is the hour that, oh, he's in the season of where this word is almost fulfilled. 70 years is almost up. He felt it was time according to his understanding for freedom for the Jews. Because he did a little bit of mathematics that if I was 17 at that time and if you add 70 to 17, ah, it's almost time. It's almost time. So, he claimed, the, of course, he studied the book of Jeremiah. He looked at the books. He looked at the record of God's word. Because in those days, those things were written down. So he looked at the prophetic book of Jeremiah. And <laughs> he said, it must be time. Jeremiah 25, 11 to 12. Let's quickly go there so I can reference to it. Uh, we can see the chronological. Please, I'm going somewhere today. Don't, don't be lost in the story. Just keep it on. Jeremiah 25, are you there? If you got it, say I got it. 11 to 12. And this whole land shall be a desolation and an astonishment. And this nation shall serve the king of Babylon 70 years. This was Jeremiah prophesying when he was a little boy on the streets of Jerusalem. And verse 12, what did he say in verse 12? And it shall come to pass when 70 years are accomplished that I will punish the king of Babylon and that nation, saith the Lord, for their iniquity and the land of the Chaldeans and will make it a perpetual dissolution. This is God. 
So Jeremiah prophesied, but what he was concerned about was that 70 years is almost up. 70 years was almost up. Now let's go to Jeremiah 30 verse 18 as well. Jeremiah 30 18. Please follow me. It's very interesting. Some of you that will not follow now, you'll be looking for the Jeremiah again. Follow now. Okay? All right. 18. Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will bring again the captivity of Jacob's tents, and have mercy on his dwelling places, and the city shall be builded upon our own heap, and the place shall remain after the manner thereof. Now this is God still confirming and promising the restoration of Israel. Israel and Judah will go into captivity, no doubt about it, it's set in stone. But they are only permitted to use how many years in captivity? 70 years, very good. So he went to reference what was going on, the timing, and he realized that these 70 years was round the corner when he was writing this in Daniel chapter 9. Praise God. He starts praying because he had understanding of the time he was in. Understand that. He started praying. Why? He had what? Understanding of the time he was in. Now, this is where we fail in the area of manifestation. We don't have understanding most of the time. We pray, but praying alone is not enough. You must have understanding. And let me tell you why understanding is important. Now, follow me carefully. Israel went into captivity 605 B.C. That is before Christ, 605. Now, at 538 B.C., Daniel started receiving or he started knowing, he started being conscious of the time to collect the captivity or to redeem Israel was around the corner at 538 B.C. That means 67 years after captivity. He started having an indication. When was the captivity to expire? 70. At 67, he got a nudge. He had an understanding that this time is almost here. Praise God. Then he started praying at 67. Hello. How did he get the understanding? He was reading the word of God. He went into the world. He was reading the scrolls of Jeremiah. And he started praying in alignment with the word of God. By the following year, according to the word of God, some Jews already started relocating. Excuse me. It was supposed to be 70 years. But two years to 70 some Jews were already given permission. They were granted to go, to go, praise God. They were granted to go, amen? Don't sleep on the chair. He wasn't sleeping, praise God. 
some Jews were already given permission to go. When? At 68 years. Let me ask you a question today. What expedited their going back? Prayers. Somebody said prayers. What expedited their going back? Understanding. Somebody picked it here. Because somebody understood that the time was there, started praying, and what happened? It was accelerated. Excuse me. You can accelerate things you are waiting for. If you have understanding of the seasons and times, you can bring to pass, you can accelerate, you can bring quickly today, even your rejoicing of tomorrow, if you have understanding. Are you listening to me? Now, let's look at another case. Glory be to God. I better stop moving around so I can finish this. All right. Like I said, they experienced, two, they experienced the promise of God two years earlier. Why? Because somebody had understanding. Praise God. Because somebody had understanding. It was accelerated. Their captivity was shortened because somebody had understanding. Your delay will be shortened. I speak over your life. I say your delay will be shortened. Everything delaying you from manifesting the glory of God from today by virtue of this world will be shortened in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Let's quickly look at another one. Genesis chapter 15. Genesis 15, 12 to 14. Genesis 15, 12 to 14. Genesis 15, 12 to 14. If you got it, say, I got it. And when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abraham, and lo, an horror of great darkness fell upon him. Well, that's just saying he fell into a trance. That's all that was saying. Yes, go on. Verse 14. Oh, 13, sorry. And he said unto Abraham, Know of an assurity that your seed shall be, in a, shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and they shall serve them, and they shall afflict them. How many years? 400 years. And verse 14. And also the nation whom they shall serve will like George, and afterward shall they come out with great substance. Very similar. This is Jew, the Jews this time. I mean, this is Israel this time. I mean, Abraham, talking to Abraham about his generation, that they will go into captivity. That's captivity again or into slavery. This time, 400 years. In the other one with Daniel, it was how many years? 70 years, very good. Very similar situation, we're comparing the two. And this will happen for 400 years. And how many people, believe, how many people here believe that whatever God says will come to pass? It will come to pass. It's an assurity. God says, look at it again, go to verse 13. Go to verse 13. He says, and he said unto Abraham, this is not... Thus said the Lord. This is the Lord himself. He said, Know of a shorty that 
thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs and shall serve them how many, how many years? 400 years. It's a surety. God himself said it. It's not, thus said the Lord. No, it's God himself talking here. He's not going through anybody. He's saying it himself, Abraham. Amen? Now, Exodus. Let's look at Exodus. Exodus chapter 12 from verse 40 and 41. Exodus 40, Exodus 12, sorry, 40 and 41. Exodus 12, 40. Wow, somebody's picking up with speed now. Now the sojourning of the children of Israel who dwell in Egypt was 430 years. Verse 41. And it came to pass that at the end of 430 years, even the selfsame day, it came to pass that all the hosts of the Lord went out from the land of Egypt. But the prophetic word said 400 years. But the experience was for 30 years. In the case of Israel, <laughs> we have two cases here. In the case of Israel, it was prolonged captivity. In the case of Daniel, it was shortened captivity. How did Israel prolong theirs by 30 years? God said 400, it became 430. Extra. Is God a liar? No. But how come they got extra? And how come, how did Daniel shorten his own by two years? Both were responding to the word of God. The question is why? What caused the delay and what caused the acceleration? We can only find that answer in the New Testament. Let's go to Acts chapter 7, verses 23 to 28. Then we see the reason. How your life, you can, is this our month of manifestation? See, manifestations can be delayed. Manifestations can be accelerated. I'll show you two examples in the scriptures of them hanging on the word of God. But still, because of certain things, they were either accelerated or it was delayed. Acts chapter 7. Are you with me? 23 to 28. And when he was full, and when he was full, 40 years old, it came to his heart to visit his brethren, the children of Israel. It came to his heart. One way or the other, something came to his heart that it was time to go and visit his brethren. He's an Egyptian. But something told him that he's not an Egyptian. That his brethren were Jews. Let's go on. Because of our time, let me try and explain this. And see one of them suffer wrong, he defended him and avenged him and was oppressed and smote the Egyptian. Now, this was the testimony of Stephen. Stephen was full of the anointing and revelation of the Holy Ghost that he was just pouring out facts in the mind of God. What, what, what was uh, Stephen operating here? 
Word of, oh, come on, clap for yourself. You have been coming for Bible study. Clap for yourself, clap for yourself. Those who didn't know it, maybe they were here in the spirit during Bible study. They were not here physically. We want to invite you for Bible study. It's every Friday. It's always a wonderful time. We're learning about the gifts of the Holy Spirit right now. We just seen an example there. All right. And for he supposed his brethren would have understood how God by his hand would have delivered them. But they understood not. They did what? They understood not. They didn't understand that God has raised him for such a time as this. You see, when you begin to see unusual things happen, when you begin to see those who should be your enemy fight for you, when you begin to see those who don't look like it, don't shape like it, don't manifest like it, but they are it in your life, know that God is working. When you begin to see somebody who is not a born-again Christian, but begin to fight for the cause of born-again Christians as if this is the reason why I was born, know that God is working. America just lost that. To understand the times and seasons. He's an Egyptian. How can an Egyptian kill another, another Egyptian for a Jew? But they did not recognize. You see, the Bible says they did not understand. What was happening here? Let me tell you the story a little bit. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, ho, 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 ho. You know the story of Moses. Moses, 40 years old, Egyptian, he's a Jew. He had burden. All of a sudden, something jumped on his heart, just like Stephen was saying. He had burden that there was something about him to deliver the Jews. He didn't know what it is. Where will he start? He started by going to visit his brethren one day. And in the process of visiting, he saw an Egyptian oppressing the Jew, and he, out of anger, just slew the Egyptian and buried him there. Ah, that guy must be a strong, hard man. He buried him there. And the following day, he wanted to go and take another stroll. And, of course, he knew what happened. He said, you want to kill us like you killed the Egyptian you killed yesterday? And, of course, Moses had to go on exile. At the time, God initiated the process for Moses to have come to deliver the children of Israel, it was about 390 years that time. If you do Bible chronological studies, it was about 390 years that it came to the heart of uh, Moses to go and start fulfilling his destiny, go and look at these people, go and look at the Jews and so on. The burden was in his heart to deliver them. And because, Stephen revealed it, because they rejected him, because they did not understand what God was doing, nobody could say, hey, wait a minute, it's almost 400 years. 
Maybe God has raised Moses for us for such a time like this, but nobody could pick it. So when they rejected Moses, what happened? Moses had to go and another 40 years was taken. At 390 plus 40, what is that? 430 years. He spent 40 years in the wilderness. Are you seeing that? So they had to spend 30 extras, 30 extra years, but they had, because they had what? No understanding. Look at the first case. What did they have? Understanding. It was shortened. When they didn't have understanding, what happened? It was lengthened. May God give you understanding. I'm praying for you that God will give you understanding. It will help you to understand the times and the seasons of your life. As this is a month of manifestation, I speak over your life. May God manifest himself through you. May God manifest himself in you. Oh, are you people alive in this service today? I say may the God of manifestation find expression in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. If you believe that, you will say a resounding amen. Just praying is not enough. Understanding is needed, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't have understanding, you discover that's when you begin to use the anointing to only take care of your personal needs. You pray for your shoe. I need a shoe. Lord, I need, a, I need some new clothes. Yes, Lord, I need a change of wardrobe. I need a house. I need a car. You see, it's going to be me, me, me. When God wants to use you to change a nation, when God wants you to transform a continent, and all the, when you don't have understanding, you will just center your life about yourself alone. I'm, say, I'm trusting God that he will change you from that in the name of Jesus. Because there are people seated here this morning or listening to me over the broadcast that he has called you to change a whole continent. And that you would fulfill in Jesus' name. When God sent Moses, he was an unlikely leader. Some of you, when they look at you, they will say you are not the right fit. When they look at you, they will say, ah, I don't think it's you. Very unlikely leader. But they never recognize that he has raised God has raised him up for such a time as that this. Let me tell you a very interesting story. After the Second World War, something happened. I'm sure you know what caused the First World War, Second World War. A guy, a German, Adolf Hitler, decided that he wanted to rule the world. And as a result of that, he was overriding nations, conquering nations, destroying nations, took over Poland. How many people are students of history here? You know what I'm talking about? Ah, nobody? Praise God. Took over Poland and so on. And he was taking over the whole of Europe. Eventually, by the miraculous hand of God, because I know it wasn't the plan of God for him to do that, uh, uh, he was overpowered in a nutshell. And after that, the allegiance of nations, they came together and they signed a memorandum of understanding, if you want to call it a referendum. 
that no nation has the right to go and rule over another nation. So, the document they signed, they signed it for themselves. Praise God. To protect themselves. But a young man in 1945 got a hold of that document. A small man, young man in India called Mahatma Gandhi. He took that document and used that same document against the British colonials and said, you have no right to colonize us anymore. Gandhi was able to do that because he had understanding. It wasn't by prayer alone. He chose to understand. When he got in independence, other nations rose up. Nations like Ghana, nations like Nigeria, and so on and so forth. And everybody started getting independence. It was because of that document. Under, oh, talk to me today. Under, you need to have understanding. He understood the times and seasons. In prayer, in fasting, you have to understand the times and seasons you are in. Oh, my time is up this morning. I wanted to touch a few other things, but I'm sure you have been blessed this morning. If there's anything you are taking home this morning, take home to pursue understanding. Understanding is the key, one of the major keys to manifestation of God in your life. Understanding. A whole nation did not understand, they lost it. An individual did not understand, he lost it. Generations don't understand, they will lose it. But I prayed for you this morning that by the power of God's spirit, understanding will be yours for the taking. For the rest of your days, you will not lack understanding. The spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him will keep the eyes of your understanding to be enlightened in the name of Jesus. Stand on your feet like a champion this morning because I believe God is about to do Thank you for listening. We hope you have been blessed by the word today. Please join our services live every Sunday, 9 a.m. and 1045 a.m. and Bible study every Friday, 7 p.m. at 95 Church Street, St. Catharines. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead and God bless you.